What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. The history the government hopes you never learn. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. <laughs> Not quite Mike Rivero. It is his show. This is Ryan Dawson filling in for the day. I sometimes sub from Mike Rivero. So you're stuck with me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm trying my best to fill in some big shoes. Uh, Mike Rivera has always been good to me, good to RBN. So we've got a lot of news to cover. I'm going to be talking about the Davos. Uh, before that, we're going to get into that the New York, the New York book deal, which was uh, sort of a mini Davos that happened. We had a whole bunch of bell ringers attending that. Bit on the Civil War because it was Lee Jackson Day, still celebrated in some states in the South, although sadly. Ralph Northam got rid of that in Virginia, where both the generals were from. Uh, the Lee family was even had a congressman and a, a governor of Virginia were Lees, but uh, the state of Virginia under a Yankee general owner, a Yankee governor, excuse me, before Yunkin got elected, decided to purge that holiday. But it's still celebrated in Texas and other states, and I still celebrate it as well. It was also uh, Martin Luther King weekend. They had that monstrosity statue up in Boston, which was embarrassing. I don't know what the, they didn't have any heads on it. I guess it was supposed to be arms embracing one another, but it just looked like uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can say on air, but a couple of rear ends, let's say, is what it looked like. A couple of brown rear ends, and you know, this is a, a symbol when you have an empire in decline. It's reflected in the art, if you can call it art. The art declines with it. So there's there's toppling statues, all manner of statues, not just Civil War statues. They're just founding fathers, Civil War, both Union and rebels. They're pulling these things down. And these were beautiful works of art uh, from an artistic point of view and historical point of view. It had significance. They tear these things down, and then they build things that just look like monstrous. They're horrifying. And this is a slap in the face to Martin Luther King for them to have built this. And it went through all the filters. But that is what you see in an empire in decline. And you have these activists globally, really, in the global West, breaking into museums and spray painting priceless artwork from Van Gogh or... They they decide Instinction Rebellion and these weirdos, these decrepit Antifa-like losers decide they're going to pull a stunt for their activism and destroy art to get attention, just jump orange paint on something. Of course, they think just throwing a bucket of paint on a canvas is art because that is the maximum of their, of their range right there anyway. But you can see this, and this is a symptom. And I, for one wish every state would pass laws protecting all historical monuments and there need to be consequences when these gangs go around and destroy what's there for the public. It saddens me deeply that they removed statues on Monument Ave in Richmond. One of the coolest things in the United States as far as showcasing art because the stuff they have, modern art, is not art. It's just... Uh, disgusting. They have people defecating on Christ and menstrual blood sprayed on a thing or 
live nudes of people getting it on, and they're like, this is art. And, of course, there's the, the <laughs> they call it an art form, the Drag Queen Story Hour, which is not even a story hour anymore. They don't even have the pretext of, well, we're reading books. It's just a bunch of dudes dressed like chicks, uh, sometimes with prosthetic uh, breasts, doing Drag Queen Twerk Hour. And they make it free for children because that's how they procreate is shaking their uh, banana hammock in some child's face. And it's woo-woo, yay, and parents are in on this stuff. This is, uh, it's child abuse is what it is. And there shouldn't be adults, drag or not, stripping and twerking in front of children. But And, of course, some of the people, organizers, the progenitors of this mess were caught as pedophiles. That's more news. I have some Epstein news to get into, too. Uh, gosh, so much thing, so much to cover. Jeffrey Epstein is still and ought to still be big news. Yeah, but it seems to be getting memory hold already by the mass media, but we have to keep bringing it up. Now, I just got my Twitter back six days ago. Hooray! I'm not the only one. A lot of people are being brought back recently by Elon Musk. It took a while for them to go in and, and really clean out the FBI from Twitter uh, and clean out some of these woke weirdos like Yoel Roth, who his college dissertation was about on how kids ought to be able to use Grindr to hook up with adults. That's a homosexual dating app, and he thought it would be cool if children were able to use it to find older men because he's a pederast. That is illegal, by the way. But that was who was in charge, trust, and safety in, on Twitter. So, of course, you know, you weren't allowed to say groomer on there for a long time. Anything against pedophilia uh, was deleted and banned, and they promoted this filth. And there were over 290,000 people sharing child porn on Twitter. There were victims of it who saw them their own illegal rapes that were taped that were on film and blasted all over Twitter. Their entire school saw it and stuff, and they couldn't get them to remove it. This is pre-Elon. Now, you got to put two and two together. If there is rampant pedophilia on Twitter, which there was, and at the same time, it's staffed by FBI, which it was. Know that from the Twitter files. Thank, thank everything. Barry Weiss got thrown off of that. Matt Taibbi, though, reporting on these things. Huh. So all this pedophilia is going on on a social media network at the same time that the FBI is staffing it. And the FBI can't figure out who these pedophiles are because they're one and the same. They have no interest in policing pedophilia on Twitter or at all because the FBI engages in this. And that was part of the problem with Jeffrey Epstein. The victims went to the police. He bribed the police. Palm Beach, for example, he set up a science fund which then would, which had nothing to do with science and they would donate hundreds of thousands of dollars to the police department which is enough to get enough cops to tip him off anytime he was going to be searched and uh, to shut victims up and so the victims would go to the FBI well the FBI wouldn't do anything either probably because Clinton uh, who was president in the 90s was stacking the FBI and Clinton was a a buddy of Jeffrey Epstein visited the island, participated in the you-know-what. Uh, his wife as well, a degenerate closet um, carpet fan, let's just say. 
I, I got to be careful when I'm on the air. I can't speak as freely as I do on my own show. <laughs> you know, you know who she is. I mean, they, they, the Clinton body count is bad enough, but they had a different kind of body count. And so the spooks that they hired had no interest in policing this. And these poor girls, they went to the cops, they went to the feds, nothing happened. It took many years, really until the Trump administration, before anybody uh, would bring the hammer down on Jeffrey Epstein. And it, they did so in a way that still minimized it as much as possible. You know, they raided the New York home, they found CDs, they found the tapes, and they didn't release them. They probably destroyed them. Uh, and then they gave up months to clean up the other properties without even looking at them. They didn't visit his Paris property for three months. And by the time they did, it was just a butler at the door. Nothing was in there. They had scrubbed that thing. You wouldn't be able to find anything, a fine-tooth comb and a toothbrush. Nothing was left. And that was one of the big hubs for Jean-Luc Purnell, who eventually did get arrested uh, and then suicided in jail. But he was one of the heads of a modeling agency out of Tel Aviv, uh, which had spread branches to Paris, Miami, New York, and Kiev, Ukraine. And he would procure models, child models for Epstein, who would take their passports away, and you know what happened from there. He went down, Ghislaine went down, Maxwell went down. Separate from that, another big pedo, Peter Nygaard, went down in the Caribbean as well. He's in jail, appeals denied, he's going to rot in there. A little bit of justice. He hasn't been suicided yet. That was a little bit different. He wasn't tied to Israeli intelligence like Epstein was, but he was a Canadian billionaire and part of the donor class. Uh, and he basically got away with it his whole life. I mean, he's in his 80s. So, I mean, he got away with it his entire... Like It's kind of like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, you already did generational damage, and now you finally go to jail. But I'll take it as a W, because at least there was some consequences eventually. Um but he'd been subpoenaed by the Bahamas and just ignored it, uh, and Canada. And they, finally, they got him in Canada and transferred him to the U.S., but he went down. So all these arrests, though, happened during the Trump administration. And since then, there hasn't been any more. And there are a lot of people, because of Sarah Ransom and others, they're waiting for the tapes to come out with all the people showing them having sex on tape and stuff. These are the same people that fell for this con artist cop named Dugan that was like in Florida and then fled to Russia and he's like, I didn't have the goods and he released a, a still photo and acted like it was a certain person in the media. It wasn't. It was just a still from a pornography film that he had uh, reversed horizontally, like flipped it from left to right so it'd be harder to uh, image trace. But it was just a normal porn film that he took an M, a still screenshot of and acted like, yeah, this is from the tape. He doesn't have a tape. He was lying. That was Coca-Cola from the beginning. Um, there are, you're not going to find tapes because the FBI has destroyed these things. Okay, They're not going to allow that out there because it implicates them. <laughs> like, that's, that's the problem. And as far as the client list, okay, I've had the client list out on my site since 2019. As soon as he got rearrested and there was more interest in the case again, I put that out there. Um, you're not going to find. It's not like they wrote down all the clients on a on a big list and left it in a locker somewhere. No one's that stupid. There's no client list that they had that got uncovered or something. The client list is a composition of clients that we know. If 
by piecing all the news together, by getting statements from mainly from the victims. They know who raped them, right? Uh, and court cases and other things. And remember, it's not just kitty fiddling. It was a lot of white-collar crime involved as well, right? With Bear Stearns, with Tower Financial. There's a lot of that that also went into it. And I made a giant map of all the players and how they're connected. There's a lot of Microsoft employees on that map. There's over a dozen billionaires. It's not just Wexner and, and Dubin and Leon Black. Leon Black, by the way, that gave $100 million to Epstein, is uh, number two at Global Apollo. Uh, Mr. Kraft was also caught getting, uh, we'll say, happy ending massages down in Florida from uh, traffic Chinese women down there. You know, and these are billionaires. They're paying for hand jobs. It's um, really disgusting. These people are degenerate. Our government is crawling with pedophiles. They're all over the place. But you get the kook movement coming out. And it's, you know, the people that act like Epstein's still alive or, or like the Dugan guy, you know. They say this outlandish, asinine stuff on purpose to get you to overcorrect. And this is what happened with 9-11 kook movement, too. Like, they want to make doubting the government look ridiculous. But nothing hurts your position more than a moron arguing on your behalf. And this is especially true when the asinine nature of their rhetoric is on purpose. They intentionally come out and kookify. causing heart attacks and blood clots, but a lot of bad arguments, every bad argument you can find, it needs to vote. Uh, it's kind of the same kind of shit right now. I remember they had airplane denied local people, you know, all this stuff. Got kind of like them big families suing for information we already have, right? They want that Saudi connection, like we'll just read the Senate report, they are levels. These are like the anti-Putin people that are like, well, he's an Israeli shill until he nukes Tel Aviv. Right? He, he arrested a multitude of uh, us ethnic group <laughs> you know, Jewish oligarchs. Let's just say it. Right? Okay, these people are Jewish supremacists. They work for the state of Israel. They were, they were looting Russia. And they'll be like, well, he didn't get all of them. He aids Iran and their nuclear program. He saved Syria from being decimated by Al-Qaeda, which was the plan. And they're like, yeah, well, he, he didn't invade Israel yet. <laughs> like, well, you just keep moving the bar up until it's impossible to satisfy anything. And that's what happens with, um, with 9-11. They're like, I want a high-def slow-motion video of the plane hitting the Pentagon, or I'm not going to believe it. And the same thing with Epstein. Like, until they have the tapes of all these perverts getting it on with little girls, they just aren't going to believe it. Let's look, look. 
the victims proved their case. I'll give you an example before the first commercial. Virginia Roberts, Virginia Giffray, talked about Glenn Dubin. Glenn Dubin's a billionaire. His wife was a recruiter with Maxwell. Okay, we know this. She she and her daughter actually met with Bill Gates late in the night, right? He's like, some of them were kind of young. Glenn Dubin has sex with Virginia Giffray. And according to her testimony, which was released, by the way, she had to go in the files and read it. She's talking about having to give his wife a massage while she was pregnant in one room and then went in the living room. They did it on the floor with Glenn. Epstein forced all this to happen, you know. And Glenn and them have plausible deniability. Oh, I just thought she wanted me or whatever. It's like, what did you ask her her age? Uh, this is when she's like 15, too. Glenn Dubin is not Bill Gates or, or Bill Clinton or some recognizable, super famous face. Nobody knows who the hell he is. There are a lot of people who are rich but not famous, right? There's no way a teenager in Florida is going to know, A, who the hell that is, B, exactly where they were staying and when they were in that state and which hotel they were at and how pregnant the wife was. She knew, her preg she knew that his wife was pregnant, about how far along she was which hotel they stayed in, that they had relations with Epstein, which he did, that's admitted, you know, like, business-wise, right? She's not making this up. He was there, and that's what happened. Uh, and intimate, gross details, if you want to go read it. These things, these girls were definitely victims of this, and they have said who they were forced to sleep with. That's how you get the client list. That and court cases, as well as, all the white-collar crime that they were involved in. And a lot of the partners were thrown under the bus, right? Steve Huffenberg, for example. And they blew the whistle. And then you've got former intelligence assets like Arvind Menashe uh, out of Israel saying, yep, we met him. Doug Lease met him. We have all these names, okay? And I've compiled this list, and I've made umpteen, I don't know how many videos and interviews on Epstein walking through it. I did about 10 in a row with Sean Atwood. Of course, they had to remove them, and my YouTube channel was removed. And all my any videos of me with someone else got removed. They threatened people to take these down or else. But they're up on Odyssey. They're up on Rumble. And the, I've written out the list. And then I sell a map. And people got so mad. Why are you selling a map? I'm like, well, because it was 15 years of research. And... Because I lost my PayPal, lost my Patreon, lost my YouTube, lost my Twitter, lost Instagram, lost Twitch, you know, add not like 27 things, lost two clothing companies, a bank, a website was attacked. I lost a, a lot of revenue for sticking my nose into this, going after the donor class. So I sell a map because, A, they're not free to make and mail, and it's a really cool visual aid to have put up in your your room or office to go, here is the Epstein crime map. We have another one for the Biden family. And that's another one. They're going after Joe Biden for kind of petty things. It's sort of the Capone on tax evasion stuff. That guy is guilty of so many crimes. He's a warmongering profiteer. Oh, I hear the music coming. Well, after the commercial, we'll get into the Biden crime syndicate a bit. So catch it on the other side.
Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste by going to rbnhemppaste.com. That's rbnhemppaste.com. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cups. There's this wonderful thing called Vote With Defeat. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this 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 fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. If you've got the money, honey, we got the bombs. We'll plant them anywhere you like and blow up in one. Whip this world into a frenzy, killing babies, dads, and moms. If you got the money, honey, we got the bomb. If you got the money, well, we won't say we did. The towers in New York City. <laughs> oh, we're back. Okay, some of y'all. Uh, if you want to call in, by the way, the toll-free number is 800-313-9443. And local number is 512-248-8252. And I'm hearing myself suddenly. <laughs> what is this? Oh, there we go. Okay. 
Sorry, a little bit of audio issue there. That, those are the numbers to call in. I think we have a caller. Maybe not. Let me check the control room. Oh, that was for something unfair. Okay, never mind. All right, well, anyway, getting into Biden crime syndicate. These guys um, ha also enjoy the censorship from Twitter. I guess the most infamous is the Hunter laptop, which is still only part of the story because it's actually laptops, plural. There are three one, two, three Hunter laptops. They're only focusing really on the one in Delaware that got repaired, that the idiot dropped off and didn't pick up again. And they're focusing more on his sexual proclivities, which are weird. Kids dressed in lingerie and foot jobs and all that degenerate, disgusting stuff from Hunter Biden. Uh, him and his scarf and underwear, smoking crack and meth and... Um, buying prostitutes, but not so much on the white-collar crime. And to me, that's actually far more serious, is the deals they made in China through Rosemont Sentica. Uh, they say the 10% for the big guy, big guy. Yeah, that's one of the lines in there. But, man, it's so much deeper than that. Hunter Biden was working for Igor Kolomoisky's Brisma Holdings. That's where, of course, the prosecutor looking into that was fired because of pressure from Joe Biden when he was vice president which he admitted at a Council of Foreign Relations meeting, the CFR meeting, he bragged, like, yeah, we put in someone who got solid. He thought, well, son of a bleep. You know, they fired him. And that's quid pro quo, saying you're not going to get a billion dollars unless, right? The very thing they impeached Donald Trump for, Joe Biden and Barack Obama are guilty of. And then, of course, that was also released by the anti-corruption agency in Ukraine. Five hours worth of tape. I put it on BitChute. It's got like 87,000 views. It's not bad for a BitChute video. But uh, the summary of it's at that CFR meeting. That's all you really need. That's gone around, but it goes deeper than that. It's not just Hunter Biden. It's James Biden. It's Frank Biden. It's Joe Biden. It's all the Bidens are involved in profiteering in Iraq selling secrets, including nuclear secrets to the Chinese, um, scams in Romania, Ukraine. And, of course, with Ukraine oligarchs, you can see the unapologetic support for Zelensky. Uh, but, of course, Zelensky is a puppet of Ukraine oligarchs himself. Kolomoisky is also tied to Burnell. Burnell, of course, running girls for Epstein. Kolomoisky and Zelensky are both uh, card-carrying Israeli passport whores, by the way. You say. Of course, Kolomoisky says, you're not allowed to be a dual citizen in Ukraine, by the way. So he's not a dual citizen. He's a triple citizen because he has a passport in Cyprus, Ukraine, and Israel. So, therefore, he's allowed to conduct business in there. But he's completely an Israeli firster, uh, Jewish supremacist. Uh, as is the prime minister, the president, and seven governors in Ukraine all belong to the same ethnic group. But hey, nothing to see here. It's just a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. It's ethnic nepotism because they work for a foreign state. They are bleeding that country dry. Ukraine's been thrown into a war with Russia, which really you could go back to the Maidan coup and then the war on Donbass. This war was inevitable. How would any country react? Right. What would the America do if, let's say, Russia put missiles in Cuba? Would be very uncomfortable. In fact, we don't have to guess at it. We had the Bay of Pigs. We know dang well what would happen. But they want to put uh, all these armaments in eastern Ukraine. 
and they were attacking ethnic Russians in the Donbass for eight years, and then they broke the Minsk Accords, which Angela Merkel admitted was only there to buy time so they could arm up and NATOize Ukraine as a de facto NATO proxy. So now they're at war, and an entire generation of men in Ukraine are getting wiped off the map. They have no chance of winning this war. They're getting gutted right now in Bakhmut and north of Zaporozhye. And the world just keeps sending them more money and weapons, but not enough to turn the tide, just enough to prolong this war on into next year. And you can see the same thing if you think back to the 1980s for the Iran-Iraq war. The U.S. weaponized both sides because the goal for Zio America was to destroy Iran and Iraq and getting the two to fight each other, there was nothing better. And getting Orthodox white Christians to murder each other in Ukraine is a win-win for these sickos because they hate Russia since Vladimir, they hate Putin in particular because he kicked the oligarchs out of their country and he has been a supporter of, the, of Israel's enemies in the Middle East. We got our second commercial, so I'll take a quick break. And I'll be back with more news on Ukraine, and we'll get into Davos. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. 
anymore. Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. Well, they're stealing down on Wall Street and in Washington, too. You know, it makes me wonder what's a guy on Main Street to do. I've always tried to be an honest, upstanding kind of guy. But I must admit lately, I thought about giving something else a try. Oh, I want to be a pirate. I want to sail the seven seas. Yeah, I want to be a pirate. <laughs> What really happened.com before that last commercial we had a caller who had to hold through the whole thing it was Peter in LA but I hope he's still on the line and I appreciate you holding through that had a question about Ukraine I believe Peter are you there Yeah uh, Ryan am I on Yes you're on the air Hey I'm a big fan of yours man but 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 three of your maps Epstein maps uh, gave two of them away to my woke brother and sister who they destroyed? <laughs> they destroyed. <laughs> but I've got, I've still got mine. <laughs> Why would they destroy an Epstein map? Uh, like they're mad. You know, like I know, oh, I like better fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just can't confront reality, really. Hey, listen, Ryan. I know you are in this, and uh, I mean, you went to prison. I was going to ask you uh, about talking about the Ukraine. I, I'd like you to talk about a. Uh, I look upon this as sort of a Jewish coup, that it was a laundry, uh, a money laundering and, and scam for, you know, uh, uh, the banks and the Jews. I want, I'd like you to talk about Sam Bankman-Fried and, and uh, his relationship with the Bidens and so on and so forth and the Democrats and Republicans and, and, uh, and linking Hunter and his links not only to Burisma, but, but wasn't he linked also? to the, uh, somehow the funding of those biolabs that were in the Ukraine? Well, the biolabs in Ukraine started even before the Biden regime got in power. That's been a long-standing relation. And as far as the Israel-Ukraine uh, connection, that's gone back to when there was the collapse of the ruble after 89. There are a lot of satellite states, former Soviet states, that were scrambling to get foreign currency since the ruble and savings basically got wiped out and worthless. And when that happens, you have an economic collapse like that. Men turn to mercenary work and selling drugs, and women sell their bodies. And 
a lot of um, a lot of women got roped into this uh, human trafficking circuit from Kiev to Tel Aviv and forced into brothels, the white slave trade, uh, to service the Israelis down there. And it created a, a massive black market business in moving young Ukrainian women down the Middle East who were sold. Uh, and people realize, you know, organized crime understands that if you want to get away with whatever you're doing, just involve the Israelis and the Americans will look the other way. Yep. As far as the bio labs, they were putting those in. They, what they would do is they, they wasn't secret. Like they put a new lab in Odessa, in, I think 2011, right? But they didn't say exactly everything the lab was doing. There's some underground levels. And some of the things the Russians uncovered in the labs was gain of function. I hate that term because it's weaponization. Let's quit saying gain of function. You're weaponized, right? Like they weaponize anthrax. They weaponize corona. It's not, we gained a function. What function did you gain? Well, we made it more deadly and we, you weaponize it. They weaponize avian bird flu. And they were also looking at adding catalysts to anthrax spores, similar to... Uh, Philip Zachariah and uh, Miriam Ripley that during September 11th and also in 1993 yeah. when they were stealing right. anthrax from labs back then before the first World Trade Center attack with uh, Ramsey Youssef and so on. Um, Hunter comes in a bit later. Most of his business is in China, but he was <laughs> he did work for the oil ministry in Ukraine, even though he doesn't speak U- Ukrainian and he doesn't know anything about uh, energy but that was pretty much the entire board nobody on that board was qualified conrad black was on the board right he's a former jsoc and cia spook the whole thing was just a who's who of criminals and it was just a way it's not money laundering per se money laundering is moving money around that was acquired illegally this was just normal corruption Whereas, like, it's not a crime to hire somebody who has no clue what they're doing just to put them on a payroll because you're buying influence, right? It is Buying influence is, is a crime, but it's hard to prove. That's why, oh, I hired him because he's a vice president's son, or I hired him because he's a senator's son who's on the Armed Service Committee, because the Carries are involved in this, too. In fact, uh, Chris Hines, Carrie's son, and Hunter, and another guy named Devin Archer are the little trio that went around setting up businesses all over the place right. on, you know, to peddle influence. So, but that's not money laundering; that's just corruption and graft. But there was also money laundering because um, some of the narco uh, profits that was procured, procured illegally was done in crypto and. That's how they would cash out and hide assets from the IRS and so on. And this is where FTX comes in because I talked to Larry Johnson, uh, former State Department analysis and CIA as well, and I've talked to some others that were saying the San Bankman fraud scandal, the sort of official, unofficial story right now is that it, the whole cascade started because Binance uh, got rid of their FN tokens, which is like an intermediary token to get discounts on selling their other tokens. They just dumped like $200 million and it proved they're insolvent. There was sort of a run, and then because they were spending customer funds through uh, their subsidiaries, and 
didn't have it and they had no risk assessment. Yada yada, it was just a big mess. But actually, months before that happened, the DEA was already investigating FTX. And why is the Drug Enforcement Agency looking into FTX? And then you look at Sam Bankman frauds charges, and there is a money laundering charge. And so moving money around like, oh, well, the Democrats mostly, uh, but it's both, send tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine, and then Ukraine just so happens to invest in FTX, and then FTX donates at about a 90-10 split, 10% to Republican leaders, 90% to Democrats. Not actually illegal. Or not actually, it's definitely not money laundering. This is like, hey, maybe they just want to invest in FTX because they thought it was a good company. And hey, we're just uh, aiding Ukraine because they believe they're fighting Russia, who was un- <laughs> they invaded him for unprovoked and unjustified reasons. The BS they get, and then maybe FTX just likes Democrats ideologically and wants to donate to them. Like it's obviously quid pro quo, very hard to prove. But there is a money laundering charge. You think, oh, if you have billions of dollars, what are you doing playing around with petty drug money, right? Well, because it's not petty, obviously. There must be major uh, numbers there and amounts. And I would assume, looking at the current market in the U.S., that that has to be fentanyl. Because heroin is dead in the U.S. It's not marijuana. If you're talking about billions, it seems you've got to be tied to the, the opioid epidemic or fentanyl. That would be, but usually the opium right now, it isn't not heroin and the classic things and morphine base and all. It's prescription drugs. <laughs> it's oxycotton and things like that took over. So I would assume fentanyl, but just circumstantial evidence was looked by just process of elimination. It has to be something like that. The DEA was getting involved, and not uncommon thing they do down there in the Caribbean. A lot of Palms are greased. You know, look at the the Virgin Islands. The poor attorney general down there tried to, uh, well, not tried. She's suing Deutsche Bank for abetting Epstein's crimes, and the governor had her fired. The case is still going through, though. That doesn't get rid of the case, but she was punished just for bringing it up. Um, Now, Biolabs research is another thing that, it is illegal to do in the U.S., this gain of function. So they just go overseas and do it. That's why they're in Wuhan. They're in Ukraine. Uh, they have some in Romania and Moldova, too. So that might be the charges. It's really going to – I don't have any faith in this FTX case because the judge is right. – uh, <laughs> A member of the tribe, and yeah, yeah. yeah, and so is Bankman Freud and everybody around in his inner circle. This looks like in another Israeli op because God, this isn't. Uh, you gotta be careful with your language. Don't say the Jews. Like it's these Jews, not the Jews. They, these people. When you see a, a very small mind, like if they were all Korean. You'd think, gee, does North Korea have a hand in this? Because what are the odds that they just all happen to be this super small minority of the population is 100% of these criminals, right? When you see a, a bunch of Italians involved in something, you're like, well, maybe that was an Italian gang. 
right? Well, you don't blame Italy for it or all Italians. You blame the mob. And this is what we have here is we have Israeli operatives, most likely. It's not just some product of Jewishness. It's a, it's a product of an apartheid state that has a ideology of ethnic supremacy. And, yeah, they raped Ukraine economically and physically, literally raped the generations of women out of there and been moving those girls. And, you know, Israel protects this. And when you get caught in such a thing, you, you can flee to Israel and they won't extradite you. They protect these criminals. Israel is a disgusting thing. And a lot of these guys all met at the same area in New York for this book deal. For this Sorkin guy, you had Zelensky there, you had Janet Yellen there, you had Zuckerberg there, you had Sam Bankman fraud there. They didn't all physically show up. A lot of them teleprompted their way in from their little headquarters there at the Legion of Doom. But they're going to lecture us on economics when the list they just made is probably the worst uh, cadre of people you could have on economics possible. San Bregman fraud lost $32 billion. Zuckerberg had to fire 11,000 employees, right? He sunk that thing into the ground. Janet Yellen is part of the housing bubble. They lost trillions of dollars as part of that too-big-to-fail nonsense. And she's on record saying she thinks the inflation is transitory. And then you have Elensky, Zelensky, banned the letter Z, so we'll call him Ellen. Uh, and he has not only bankrupted Ukraine, but lost about a third of the country physically to Russia. And these are the people that are going to lecture us on, you know, economics. These are the big brains in there. Um, every single one of them is Jewish. Every single one of them is a crook. Uh, well, Zuckerberg might not be, but he's definitely corrupt as hell. And, you know, what are the odds? Well, that, yeah, it seems there's got to be something tying this together. And what ties it together is the Israeli state. The Israeli state promotes people that put uh, Israel first into the American government and business class. It's America's second or never. They always put Israel first. You see in this fight between Daily Wire and Stephen Crowder. Well, when's the last time the Daily Wire put out an article critical of Israel? Never. Has Stephen Crowder <laughs> ever said anything critical of Israel? No, yeah. right? They're splitting hairs on like election fraud and virus talk. Maybe there's some differences. Crowder's a bit better than that than they are, but they just bash low hanging fruit. You know, OSJWs oh, and feminists are dumb. Like, yeah, okay, we know, but come on. But they'll bend over backwards to defend the Israeli state, and that's why we're in this mess. That's why we went to war in Iraq is because a bunch of neocon uh, Jewish supremacists said they're WMDs. And they weren't. And then they right, said they right. moved to Syria, which they didn't. Right? And why are we in Ukraine? We're supporting uh, the Jewish power structure in Ukraine. Where these people had gone in and fleeced and raped that country and bled it dry. And, you know, their, their principal enemy is Vladimir Putin and this uh, Middle Eastern resistance out of Syria, Iran, and Hezbollah. That's the real story. No one ever talks about why they hate Putin so much. They definitely do. You can see all the media stories condemning this guy, but they never say what well, the Zionist media hates Putin. It's just Putin did everything. He stole the election. He did this. He did it. Everything's blamed on him. But why do they hate him so much? He's a threat to their hegemony. 
He's a threat to the MIC. Yeah. But more importantly, he wouldn't go on along with their plans like the rest of Europe did. Right? Both Iraq wars, they killed over and did it with us. Same with Libya, right? France especially. They we led from behind. They went after Gaddafi. Gaddafi's another one that stood up to them. Right? He had the coup d'etats in Egypt. Mubarak was out, CC out, Morsi in, and they reopened the Suez Canal temporarily to Iranian ships. It was a threat to Israel. And so they were taken out. Libya was sending this oil directly east. He, he was a pan-Arabist, uh, just like Saddam, who was a Ba'athist and supported Palestinians. So they murdered both of them. And Putin was not in power in 2011. That was the interim. If he had been, NATO would never have gotten away with Libya. And you look at things like Libya, which NATO did, and there's no way they're going to allow them in Georgia or Ukraine. No way. It was not unprovoked. You can argue about whether it was justified or not, but you cannot say it was unprovoked. This war was inevitable, and it's really sad because there are just hundreds of thousands of young men getting killed now. And I, I look at it every day and I cover the news and cover the maps, but it is any war is horrifying. And I see people cheerleading one side or another, and I say I understand hoping this side wins, or that you know, I'd rather Russia win again over NATO, but it's nothing I can get that excited about. It's gonna, you know, pick your master type of situation. But um, when you look at these young men, just Oh, it's horrifying. I, I agree, Ryan, that uh, I don't believe this would have... Even the the aggressive eastward expansion of NATO and this whole thing in Ukraine, I believe it probably would not have been happened without the, quote, neocons and the, and the, uh, the bankers and all the, all, the, all the people who, just as you say... I look well, you're right. A, a that Jewish means Victoria war. Newland, right? Victoria Newland yeah. was the wife of Robert Kagan. Victoria Newland is now the Deputy Secretary of State. She's an idiot. And she's sitting there saying, FDEU, we're going to put Yatsnik in charge. Which, no, she didn't even say his whole name. She just said Yats. Some of these people didn't even bother to learn a word <laughs> of Ukraine. She's Actually, yeah. I think she speaks Russian, but they, she's talking to other people that don't. Robert Kagan was an architect, well, a founder for the Project of New American Century with William Crystal. And he, he's the one that helped lie about anthrax, along with Gary Schmidt and Fred Barnes, um, all these people, by the way. And uh, that was the weekly standard, out, was the media outfit, got a seed money from Lockheed Martin, and that was the crux of how we ended up going to Iraq, because every single premier lie came from these Jewish supremacist neocons out of that outfit. Same people, same lies, different country. We'll be back right after the break. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one, Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. 
While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Working two jobs is never seen to me. She often goes hungry so her babies can eat. Fatherless son wears torn clothes to school. Welcome back to What Really Happened show on the RBN Network. This is Ryan Dawson filling in for Mike Rivero for the day. He's on a top-secret mission somewhere. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I hope he's at vacation sipping Mai Tais, but I don't think so. They probably just have something to do. But we had a caller from Arkansas, and then I have a guest, a Ph.D. coming on. Uh, Kevin McCran's coming on to talk, do some Rona talk with me, but um, CT in Arkansas, if you're still there on line three. Yeah, I'm here. All right, you're live. Yeah, I've got two questions for you. Uh, it was Lincoln's you know fault. Why, no. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, do you know why Maryland did not join the Confederacy? Well, yeah, because Lincoln went and arrested. Uh, 
everybody that he, he arrested the judges and he arrested the legislators. That's exactly right. You and me are the only very few that even know that, my man. You must be reading the same books that I read. Well, the first deaths in the Civil War was the Massachusetts troops in uniform firing into civilians in Boston in between uh, getting on trains. That's what the song of the state of Maryland, Maryland, Maryland was written about them, the Union troops firing in and killing uh, Southern sympathizers. Yeah, Lincoln the, started uh, that war, by the way. People always think it's Fort Sumter. That is not true. He sent the SS Harriet Lane and six warships into Charleston Harbor, which is an act of war. They fired a 32-pound cannon across the bow of the Nashville. That's the opening shot of the Civil War was a revenue cutter that was commissioned by Alexander Hamilton back in the day that Lincoln sent down there to illegally collect the revenue for his new tariffs uh, that he could not do because South Carolina was no longer part of the United States. And that's what Fort Sumter was for. It was out in the water to collect the new duties and tariffs. And so Lincoln fired the first shots there. No one died at Fort Sumter, but they did in Maryland. That, Lincoln sent those ships April 11th. Fort Sumter's April 12th. April 19th, he's out there killing people in Maryland and making arrests. So, Damn, Not a fan. Not a fan of stinking Lincoln, but... The Happy Lee Jackson Day, late. <laughs> Sorry, cut. Yes. yes, indeed. Uh, another question. Have you ever heard of the, uh, the Franklin cover-up? Like Boys Town, Nebraska, Franklin's cup story. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You see that this whole pedophile ring and the FBI has been going on a long time because uh, they were sending little boys and girls up to the Reagan and Bush administration uh, for their little uh, hot dog parties and stuff. Uh, there was quite a few kids that actually stood up and blew the whistle, went to a grand jury and testified. The FBI turned around and charged them with lying to the FBI and committing perjury and put them in federal prison for 10 years. Well, prior to that was the – you could go back to the Bobby Baker scandal around Lyndon yeah. Johnson, JFK's time, which was the first, like, professional blackmail ring of adulterers at these, these weird uh, Hollywood, we'll say, parties – that they would do. Right. Of course, there was, there was the Finders cult, which it was involved both sex trafficking and illegal organ harvesting. And then there's, um, yeah, Boys Town. Am I hearing music in the back? Oh, I uh, guess we're no. going up to a commercial already. That was a short one. Well, uh, <laughs> Dr. Right, Kevin's going to be on after the break. I appreciate your call. <laughs> <laughs> I got tonight. It's hard for me to hear. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.